Let us be in an attitude of prayer together this morning. Eternal God, we do thank you for the gift of another day of worship in this sacred sanctuary, the gift of fellowship and music, oh, the fine music that stirs our souls and speaks to us. And now, Lord, I ask you at this very sacred moment to speak to me and through me in such a way as I try to preach your word that we will receive something from you today that will make a difference to our lives. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. How many of you took a vacation this summer, or going to take a vacation this summer? Now let me ask you this. How many of you travel light? How many of you take way too much with you? Yes, I get it. I remember... (laughs) I remember observing a a couple in an airport some time ago. I was at baggage claim waiting for my baggage, and they were waiting for their baggage, and it was clear the husband was getting irritated. He had his one bag across his shoulder, and he was waiting impatiently for his wife's bags. And I said, bags. And he was hemming and hawing. He was looking at his watch. And finally... Her baggages came through the belt and I actually helped them. There were three of them. Get them off the belt and onto that little carrier they had. And after he huffed and puffed, he must have seen a grin on my face because he looked at me and said, Buddy, we were in Atlanta three days. Three days. And she brought three suitcases. Then she slapped him playfully and said, well, sweetheart, I'm sorry. I just don't know what outfit I want to wear each day, so I just bring a bunch of them. And so it is. You know, some of us can't help but carry a lot with us. Isn't that right? We're reminded of this whenever we move. Whenever we move, I don't know about you, we say, how did I accumulate so much stuff? And Brandy and I, when we were getting ready to move to Lakeland or back here to Lakeland, we said that to ourselves. And I said, what happened to my stuff? Did they get attracted to one another and then reproduce and multiply and multiply and multiply? We we just carry around a lot of stuff. And some of us, we just can't help but carry a lot of stuff. It just keeps multiplying. I have a a ministry colleague who has a, a wife who's a flight attendant. Of course, she sees a lot of baggage in more ways than one. But one time she was working a flight, and this irritated man got on the flight with all this baggage, all this luggage, and he didn't check anything. And he tried to put all this luggage in the overhead bin and kept pushing it and pushing it, and it wouldn't fit. And finally, this flight attendant said, she tried to say politely, Sir, you're going to need to check some of that luggage. And he replied, Well, ma'am... When I fly other airlines, I never have this problem. And she replied, well, sir, when you fly other airlines, I don't have this problem either. (laughs) Ain't it the truth? Carrying a lot of baggage can create a lot of problems in life. And I'm not just talking about suitcases. I'm also talking about spiritual baggage, emotional baggage. All of us, or many of us, carry around a lot of baggage that weighs us down and affects our lives, our physical lives, and our spiritual lives. And it also affects the lives around us, the relationships we have. Maybe you come into worship today and you are carrying some baggage. Maybe it's pride, or fear of some sort, or shame, or guilt, or worry. 
But you know it's there. You know what it is. And maybe it's just weighing you down. And it took everything you could muster to come to church, dragging all that baggage with you. It's hard to find joy in life. It's hard to find peace in life when we're carrying around all this heavy baggage. Wouldn't it be great if we could just free ourselves of all that baggage? Just free ourselves and find the joy and the peace that we really need and find the freedom that we want? Well, today I have a message for you that's going to help you do that. That's right. I have a message today that's going to help you relieve yourself of all that baggage, of all that pain, of all that weight, and find the joy you always want. Now, you may be thinking, well, Charlie, really? I mean, I've tried to let go of this for a very, very long time. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know my experience. And now you're telling me this morning that one little sermon is going to help me let go of all this stuff? That's right. That's what I'm saying. Because it's been my experience that many of us who carry around baggage, the reason why we carry it around is because we've been holding on to one particular thought, one particular idea that we will not let go of. And it's just become a habit. Some of us get up every morning and we just fill ourselves with all this weight and baggage. And and some it's, I have to worry about my kids all the time, all the time. All the time. Because if I don't, I won't be prepared. For others of you, maybe it's a bitterness that you feel towards a loved one because of what they did to you. And you say to yourself, I have to feel bitter. I have to keep my guard up because I do not want to get hurt again. And maybe for some of you this morning, it's a feeling of shame. You did something terrible a long time ago and you felt shame and guilt over it and your thinking is i have to carry around this shame i must carry it around because one day maybe i'll earn grace and forgiveness if i truly do it so you've been carrying around all this junk and all this weight and all this stuff and it's affected you in all kinds of ways but also imagine how it has affected your relationships your friendships Now, recently I read about a a powerful drama that illustrates this. It's a drama about a wedding ceremony. And in the wedding ceremony, you can actually overhear the thoughts of the bride and groom. And the ceremony starts. And first to appear is the groom. And he has this great tuxedo on. He looks handsome. And as he's walking towards the altar, you can see he's carrying all this baggage. He has... One bag in each hand, he has one slung over his shoulder, he has one around his neck, all these bags. And each bag has a label. One is shame, another is guilt, another is pride, another is bitterness, another is resentment, another is loneliness. And he's getting to the altar, and you overhear him say as he gets closer to the altar, and just... A minute, I'm going to find the woman of my dreams, and she's going to help me carry all my burdens. It's going to be beautiful. And as he's thinking these thoughts, then the bride appears, and she looks gorgeous. Oh, she really does. A beautiful wedding gown, but she's carrying baggage, too, all over the place. She's lugging it around, and it's all labeled, too. Loneliness, prejudice, disappointment. But as she gets closer to the altar, she's thinking to herself, in just a minute, I'll have the man of my dreams, and he's going to fix me. No more group therapy. 
No more counseling. I will be finished. I will be healed. And in this mountain of luggage at the altar, they're staring at each other as the ceremony goes on. And they're loving it. But then they're invited to kiss one another and they can't. How do you embrace another person when you're holding on to all that baggage? Some of us are carrying around so much baggage that most of our relationships are very unhealthy. Maybe it's affecting your marriage. Maybe it's affecting your friendships. And it's definitely affecting your life and your health. It's time to do something about it. It's time to let go of that baggage and find the freedom and the abundant life that all of us want and crave. And this morning, I'm going to help us do that by taking a look at what is what I believe one of the most beloved passages of Scripture that many of us know. The 23rd Psalm. Now, I know many of us have heard this passage most of our lives, but I believe that some of us today are not going to hear it quite like we will today. Because there's one particular phrase I want to lift up right now, and it's verse 3. And this could be life-changing. Where David says through this psalm, He restores my soul. Can you say that with me? He restores my soul. Now remember, David, he was a shepherd. And he used his experience as a shepherd to write this psalm. And many times, a shepherd must restore sheep because they get cast down. They fall over and they can't get back up. And a responsible shepherd will go to that sheep and pick it back up. Now, why do sheep, why do they get cast down? Well, most often it's because of heavy wool. They have too much wool they're carrying around. And after a time, it gets matted down by dirt and mud and debris. So much so that sometimes they just fall down. And they're definitely tired, carrying it all around. So that shepherd must shear the sheep. Now take a look at this picture. Sheep usually don't like to be sheared at all. But they must be to get rid of all of that weight and all of that pain and all that matted down wool, a shepherd, a good shepherd, will restore that sheep so much so that when that that heavy coat is released, and you've seen videos, that sheep just runs and runs in freedom to follow the shepherd. And I'll tell you at church this morning, that's exactly what Jesus wants to do for all of us today. He wants to relieve us of that heavy wool, of that heavy baggage that's stealing our joy. Take a look at what Jesus says in the Gospel of Matthew. He says, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Now notice what Jesus does not say. He doesn't say, come to you, come to me, and I will give you religion. He doesn't say, come to me, and I will give you more rules. He didn't say, come to me and I will give you judgment. He didn't say, come to me and I will imprison you. What does Jesus Christ say to us today? He says, come to me and I will give you rest. So here's the message. I believe many of us have come to church to receive. I know I need to receive it too. And here it is. And maybe this is the message that's going to be the turning point for you. Here it is today. Letting go of your baggage means trusting God with burdens you were never supposed to carry. Letting go of your baggage means trusting God with burdens you were never supposed to carry. 
You see, the truth is, folks, many of us think that we're supposed to carry these burdens, that it's our job to carry these burdens, that we should carry these burdens. Where in the heck does it say in the Bible that we're supposed to carry these burdens? I don't read it anywhere. Instead, what I read in Scripture is that God wants us to relieve ourselves of these burdens to Him, to give our worries and our cares to Him. Not only because God wants us to be at peace, but also because God wants to use us in powerful ways. And how can God use us if we're carrying around all this weight and all this baggage? So how do we let this baggage go? Maybe that's what you're thinking this morning, Charlie. This all sounds great. This all sounds wonderful. But how do I do it? Well, I believe there's another phrase in the 23rd Psalm that tells us exactly how to do it. Go back to verse 2. It says this. He leads me beside still waters. He leads me beside still waters. Here's the truth, and you can take this to the bank. If you want to be able to let go of your baggage and allow God to lead you, you must be still. You must be still. But you know, for some of us, it's hard for us to do that because there is an epidemic that goes around in our culture today. It's almost as bad as the addiction to opioids and other chemicals. It's called an addiction to hurry. Oh, I'm preaching now. An addiction to hurry. And an addiction to hurry has affected more lives spiritually and emotionally. I have a a pastor colleague who has a lady in his church. And maybe this person sounds familiar. And, And all the time she's bragging about how busy she is. How you doing? Oh, I'm busy, 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 busy. You know people like that? Oh, I'm just busy, 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 busy. Trying to show all the people how productive she really is. Oh, I'm just busy. And I'm just busy, busy, busy. Well, one day, the pastor was talking to her and she looked exhausted. And he said, how you doing? Well, I'm just busy. And then he said something to her that really changed her. He said, can I just ask you a question? How do you expect God to get a hold of you if you can never stand still? That's a good question. And maybe a question that some of us need today. It's only when we are still that God can grab hold of us and lead us. Twice. In the 23rd Psalm, it says God leads us. That God leads us. He grabs hold of us. He cares for us. And then he leads us. And I tell you, that's a powerful idea. And I love what Max Lucado says about it. He says when God leads us, it doesn't mean that, that Jesus Christ is behind us saying, go. It means our Lord and Savior is ahead of us saying, Come. He's clearing the path, clearing the brush before us. And when there's a a turn in the road, he says, when the time is right, turn here. And when the road rises, he says, step up here. And when there are rocks, he says, watch your step here. He guides us and tells us what to do when we need to do it. Take a look at this passage of Scripture in Hebrews. This is beautiful. Hebrews 4.16 says this, We will find grace to help us when 
we need it. And I love what Lucado says about this. He illustrates this so well when he talks about this. He says, the Lord leads us in this way. He talks about when he used to take his kids and family on trips. And they would be at the airport, at the gate, getting ready to board the plane. And this was in the days before you had cell phones where you could just scan your ticket. You actually had a physical ticket. Remember that? And all the kids would be running around the gate ready to board the plane. They didn't have a ticket, but they didn't have a care in the world because they knew at the right time, when the time came, their dad would stand between the attendant and them and hand them a ticket. And they would take the ticket and then give it to the attendant. When the time was right, they received the ticket. And it's the same way with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. When we trust Him to lead us, He will stand between us And our need. And He will give us what we need when we need it at the particular time. Take a look what Jesus says about this in Matthew again. This is beautiful. Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now and don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. When the time comes. I want you to highlight it in your mind. Because I know many of us need to hear this. Because there are days when we wake up and we think to ourselves, I don't know what I'm going to do if so and so happens. You will. When the time comes. I don't know if if so-and-so leaves me. I don't know what I'll do. You will when the time comes. Well, well, I just don't know, Lord, what I'm going to do if so-and-so. You will when the time comes. Letting go of your baggage means trusting God with burdens you were never supposed to carry. It means trusting God with today's strength for today's problems. God's got this. God's got your back. I mean, it's, it's maybe crude theology, but it's true. That's the message in a nutshell today. I could have just got up here and said, God's got this. God's got your back. Let me just say the benediction. Amen. Let's go. God's got this. God's got your back. Let me give you one very powerful verse that you can take with you every single day that will help you do this. Listen to this. First Peter. You can throw, I love this, you can throw the whole weight of your anxieties upon him for you are his personal concern. Do you feel that? Do you see that? You can throw all your anxieties upon him because you are his personal concern. And that word throw is the actual Greek. You can throw it to God. I like to say in the Charlie version, you can chuck it to God. You can just get rid of it completely. Chuck it to God. Which means you don't have to worry about it anymore. You can trust God and His plan to give you what you need, when you need it, and let go of all of it. So I encourage you to do something sometime today to help you with this. Sometime today, write down on a piece of paper all the burdens you are carrying. Just write them all down. And then take that piece of paper and crumble it up. And throw it in a trash can, or if you really are ambitious, just set it afire. Now be careful doing that, but set it afire. Now, I don't need to tell you that I'm a very cultured, sophisticated person. I know you know that. 
And, and I don't, I don't watch movies. I watch film. Right, Andy? I watch film. Like, one of my favorite films is Caddyshack. Now, I don't know why that didn't win the Oscar. Amen? I mean, I think Bill Murray should have won an Oscar for his role in that movie that he ad-libbed. Most of it. Big hitter, the llama, right? Or Fletch. That should have won the Oscar, of course. I only watch great film. And there's another film that I watch that I love. And that is Pixar's Up. How many of you have seen Up before? What a great movie. Now, I'm watching these now because Paul is six and he watches all these movies. And you know what I figured out? And maybe you're saying, well, of course, Charlie. I figured out that a lot of these movies, they're written for adults too. And actually can sit through it. And Up is a great movie. It's, a, it's about this, this man who wants to go to Paradise Falls. He wants to go to Paradise Falls, this beautiful paradise, this beautiful place. And he tries to figure out how he can do it. He wants to bring his house. So he says, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll put helium balloons and attach them to my house and I'll just float there. And so that's what he does. He attaches all these balloons to his house and he begins to float and float and float and float to Paradise Falls. And for a while it works. Oh, it works. But then those balloons begin to pop, pop slowly and the house begins to sink, sink, sink. And he panics. And he says, what am I going to do? And then he finally figures it out. I just need to get rid of my stuff. And I'll make the house lighter. So he goes and he takes his furniture and he chucks it out. And he takes his clothes and he throws his clothes out. He takes all the newspapers and the dishes and he throws it out. And his house gets lighter and lighter and lighter and sores and sores and sores. What's holding you back from soaring with the shepherd today? What's holding you back from soaring with Jesus? Is it fear? Anger? Pride? Haven't you been holding on to it long enough? It's time to let it go because you were never supposed to carry it. Just let it go. Let God grab hold of you. God's got this. God's got it. Let's pray. Eternal God, I, I pray for all of us today who who are weighed weighted down by baggage we've been carrying around for way too long that we were never supposed to carry oh lord by your grace give us the ability enable us to just let it go and then grab hold of your hand so you can lead us it's in christ's name we pray amen receive this benediction And now may that mind that was in Christ Jesus be in you also. May the love of God, our Heavenly Father, abide with you this day and throughout this week. May the guidance and power of the Holy Spirit fall fresh upon you. And the faith and fellowship of all true disciples of Jesus Christ go with you and sustain you, both now and forevermore.